The views expressed on the International Internet Strangers Mixtape do not necessarily reflect the views of the United States, the United Kingdom, their respective societies for the prevention of cruelty to animals, or postal services. All right, hey there, beautiful babies. Uh, welcome to the first uh, episode of the International Internet Strangers Mixtape that is officially bi-weekly. Yeah. Uh, seems a lot more manageable. Of course, we are assuming that I can get it uh, edited and uploaded before Sunday to make it actually bi-weekly to follow up our uh, Nine Inch Nails Spectacular. Um, <clears throat> introductions, I suppose. I am Damon. And I am Zen. All right. And it is it is 1230 uh, in the afternoon where I am. It is so much later than we typically record these. Very, very funny to me and probably no one else. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's the evening. I'm just, you know, just chilling Been watching some TV. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, Mixtape nights for half of us. I, <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Regarding the Nine Inch Nails Spectacular, I do have a couple of notes. Mm. Looks like all the... making shit up again. Uh, I I don't know. I didn't fact check you. <laughs> I uh, fact checked myself regarding uh, Trent Reznor and Marilyn Manson on Celebrity Deathmatch. Mm. So Marilyn Manson, obviously a staple of of Deathmatch, very first ever Celebrity Deathmatch, Charles versus Marilyn. Yeah, um, and then on the first episode episode of the show he shows up to cut down the lighting rig and kill both spice girls and hansen as was what we would have done in the late 1990s of course uh and then in episode six marilyn manson versus garth brooks uh season two episode 21 ricky martin interrupts the astonishing panorama of the end times music video and manson fights ricky martin uh trent Reznor. uh the the line I remembered correctly, I'm going to give you a head like a hole, but that was addressed to P. Diddy. It would have been Puff Daddy at the time. Uh, match where they both end up all uh, chainsawed to pieces and referee Mills Lane puts them together as kind of a super producer. It's half, half Puffy, half Trent. <laughs> I do not remember that. Yeah. I uh, Once I read the synopsis, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I remember that. That's how that one ended up. Kind of a nod to Dr. Dre being in the studio for, uh, like, I don't think he actually did any production on Even Deeper, but he was, there's uh, behind the scenes photos of him while they're recording that one. That's a strange combination of people. There we go. But I guess of all the songs on the Fragile, Even Deeper's the most hip hop influenced. Yeah. 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 That wasn't one of my five, was it? Even deeper. That really easily could have been. Mm. Also, uh, deep, and which it took me a while to like kind of put together. Like, what? Even deep? Oh, he has a song called Deep. It's not on the Fragile, though. Do you know where it's from? No. It's on the soundtrack to Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Well, is, it, is with, this one uh, of the the recent ones? Um, no, it's the the first one. The very first one. Oh. Yeah. And there's a like a U2 song has a, a remix. Like it's not Beautiful Day. It's around there though. Mm. And they've got it, yeah, a remix. And then the rest of it's basically just a dance album. It's it's really heavily electronic. There's a Missy Elliott song, but it's like a dance mix of it. That's Outcast all those, is on uh, there, but 
action scenes that I yeah. assume were in the film that I've not seen. <laughs> yeah, that I assume had this music over it. Yeah. I, I, I remember just being real disappointed with the film. Also a teenager, so, you know, mm. who knows? Who knows about opinions? Mm. I just, just thinking about, like, I had some real grumpy opinions about some pretty insignificant movies. Like, honestly... I've seen I've seen far worse than Laura Croft Tomb Raider. I'm not <laughs> demanding two hours of my life back. I, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There was something kind of cool. Well, I use cool hesitantly. Something that felt quite cool about oh yeah, you no, know, uh, turning your nose up at popular things, whether that be the new Tomb Raider film or I don't know. I remember feeling like that about something about Mary. I don't oh, know okay, why yeah. that was the, the thing that I put my stake in the ground over. But <laughs> yeah. Everyone was like, oh, it's so good. You've got to see it. It's so hilarious. And I was like, don't you tell me what's hilarious. I'm not going to watch it. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely guilty of, of that sort of thing. Yeah. I, I, part, part of that comes from uh, having kind of a uh, cultural uh, discouragement. That's the word uh from watching r-rated films and so i kind of convinced myself that i see that's that's where i decided oh i don't like bruce willis because like mm. everything bruce willis did was r-rated and i couldn't see it so if i just don't like bruce willis yeah then problem solved um so that mel gibson uh i think was probably guilty of that although i loved maverick honestly i still love maverick i just don't watch it <laughs> as much. I, I have a feeling that Maverick's one of those films that if you watched it now, you would just be cringing at how awful it was. But I remember loving Maverick Maybe. when it came out. Yeah, I, I've watched it. A, I've watched it a lot. Like I still quote stuff from it. <laughs> I no, I have I'm you, gonna. Have you seen it as an adult? Does it stand the test of time? I, I have. I have seen it. Maybe not in the last five years, but I have seen it as as an oh, adult. Okay. I'm gonna go on a limb. If you can stand to have Mel Gibson on the screen. And if uh, Jodie Foster's southern accent doesn't bother you, <laughs> although it, they comment on it in the film, like it's Mel, it's uh, canon that it's bad. Yeah, it's yeah. canon that it's bad and and kind of fakey. Yeah, I I think it's very funny. I think, yeah, okay. I like the uh, the Native American character. I uh, I can't remember. Yeah, so. He, anyway, he, he the, what the what I always go back to the scene I always go back to is after uh, he rescues Maverick from someone who wants him dead. That's kind of the whole film is folks want him dead. Yeah. Uh, they take him back to you know their uh, settlement and he looks around. He sees the mountains and I do this all the time. I look around and I see the mountains. I'm like, wow, you sure can pick the spots. And then you know the the Native American fellow replies. Yeah, maybe next time we'll pick some spot of land that's so god awful. Maybe next time you'll leave us the hell alone. <laughs> I always appreciated that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, anything new? Anything to update the babies on? Uh, not really. No, I just you, you talking about that kind of reminded me of the um, the new Predator film that's out. Oh yeah. I, I haven't seen it yet, but okay. I'm not gonna uh, spoil it in any way, shape, or form. Um, other than to say I enjoyed it, and I'll leave okay. it there until you've that's, seen it. 
Awesome. That's what I've heard from from pretty much every no from everybody that that's commented on it. So everyone's Ooh. had great to say. I did. So I haven't watched Prey yet, but I did start season two of Reservation Dogs last night. So. Oh, I didn't know that was out. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's on the short list of, of shows where I didn't like have a resigned sigh when I found out there's a second season. Yeah. Like, uh, no, OK, keep that story going. It's still it's still really good yeah I like oh i can't remember the character's name but the the cousin uncle guy who, who uh, does the, the tornado dance at the end is of it, is it uncle brownie yes that's it yeah uncle brownie. i mean yeah, that... i need to know what happens to him right <laughs> yeah and I, I i won't spoil that for you yeah but it does jump jump right up and let us know i mean it picks right back up so it's it's pretty great cool um, Oh, I uh, I guess it's early in the show to be doing recommendations, but uh, the other to- other two, I think I've recommended this before. Have you seen? No, it's one of those ones. You, you've said it a couple of times that you and Katie were watching it. Yeah. And I always forget. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to write it down right now. Okay, awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the other two, I finally finished the second season. And it's I'm real disappointed it didn't get picked back up i would have found the time for a third season of that but they did put just a perfect little button on the end of it that made me say okay fine if you're not going to come back that that that's a good button i'll take that uh i'll I'll brace myself for there only being a couple of seasons of that (laughs) um oh let me okay so before we jump back into a prize for the first runner-up, uh, I just wanted to let the babies know that we um, have started a... Because uh, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I see this happening in a lot of places. Um, so I've decided that we should start a fake Patreon. Um, yeah. Because it's, you know, it's plenty struggle just to get an every... Now every other week... Uh, episode out to you so we're not going to actually be uh, asking you for money for you to for us to provide you more content Uh, but we will be pretending that we do (laughs) so uh, in the coming weeks we'll you know be thanking fake patreon supporters Um, and uh, yeah so if if you go to uh, I think it's uh, fake patreon.com backslash iis pod is the only time on the internet you'll actually use a backslash instead of a forward slash. Um, just make sure fakepatreon.com backslash IIS pod. All right. The internet is a wonderful place. All right. So if everybody wants to get back in a 2003 mode, mm. uh, it's because it has been an awful long time. <laughs> since we since we last uh listened to oh, two songs from loud rocks is how we ended uh everlasts uh shook ones part two and incubus with big pun still not a player mm-hmm. um all right I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and play the play the get the next clip going let's do it Oh, my God, I've 
So yeah, proper 2003. That was from um, The Darknesses. The Darkness? The Darknesses. Uh, <laughs> their, their first album, uh, Permission uh, to Land. Permission to Land, yep. Which was massive over here. Um, it was a bit of a slow burner at first because people were like, what is this? What what even is this? You know, because it, it's such a, a throwback. It's so not two thousand three. It's fun. Yeah. It's bright. It's it's very unashamed of being kind of silly. Totally. Yeah. Kind of glam. Yeah. I don't even know pop metal. What do you want to call it? But yeah, when, it was... yeah when. When glam pop metal, that was the least trendy thing. This is like deep in the hives and the the vines and yeah, and uh, and everything as far as rock music is not not what the darkness was doing. No, you know, and they were these kind of nerdy looking white English boys with no offense, Justin, not great teeth. Um, <laughs> you know, like in this kind of hair metal glam get up. Uh, no, I thought they were fantastic. Um, and I guess, yeah, I guess uh, around that time I was dating a guy who was kind of discovering what music he was into, I guess. He'd, he'd never okay. really been into music before and he really loved The Darkness and Iron Maiden. They were his things. They were his two things. That matches up, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we went um, went to a music festival in Belgium, which I think I might have mentioned before. Um, and got to oh, see yeah, the with, darkness there. Uh, Solwax was. Yeah, that's that the one. The, that's yeah. the one. Um, and yeah, they were just so. Yeah, great stage presence. A lot of fun. I think sadly they were one of those bands that. Um, you know, fell to the fell to the kind of temptations of booze and, and drugs oh, no. and, and had some troubles um and they broke up and then the singer went into therapy and but i, th- I think they've they've reformed recently they might even have a new record out yeah. so was it just uh, permission to land and then one way ticket to hell and back and that was it one of my favorite <laughs> album titles uh, ever. Ticket to hell. <laughs> and that it's so good it's very spinal tap is is, is what yeah. it is yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think after that point, they went their separate ways. The singer started his own project called Hot Leg. Um, <laughs> not not to be confused with Wet Leg. Yeah, yeah, very different sound. Uh, I really like Wet Leg, um, but that's that's another conversation. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't remember the name. The, the The rest of the band kind of did their own thing. Okay, um, they, another uh... name as well, but. Did a uh, Velvet Revolver Army of Anyone, where yeah. Scott Scott Weiland did Velvet Revolver, and the the rest of the band hooked up with uh, Jason Patrick Richard Patrick from Filter, mm. and did Army of Anyone, an mm. album I feel like I should have liked more than I did, but uh, exactly, uh, <laughs> I'm, listener, I'm, if if you could see the uh, the the expression of indifference on zen's face Um, yeah that's fine i'm sorry uh Uh, but yeah yeah you know there was i think there were like four singles off this album and a christmas song uh that followed so oh wow they uh 
they had some good time in the spotlight. Yeah, and I, I remember back in the days of your uh, online message board, mm. uh, growing on me was the one that was uh, bandied about the most. Mm. Which feels, and I, it's on, I know, I only know it from there. I never actually listened to the song, mm. but it, it feels like one of those things where, all right, well, we've got the album, we've devoured all the popular stuff on it. Now we are only talking about the album cuts, and this yeah. is the song that is the one that's sticking with us. Deep cuts. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, besides, besides this, my uh, connection to the darkness is uh, one of my wife's favorite songs. Is I believe in a thing called love. Nice. Yeah. Uh, they did a at, at uh, the college we both went to, but not at the same time at Snow College. Uh, they did a Mister Snow. Uh, competition like a pageant yeah in mm. the talent portion uh one of the years she was there uh someone saying i believe in a thing called love and just like tore it down wow and i used to have i used to have a a recording of it i have to see if i i guess ask my friend dave see if he still has it somewhere uh but that's such an ambitious song to it, yeah it's impressive and they, yeah, they took that recording, played it on the college station there. Uh, so, nice. yeah, so that's, that's the darkness. Uh, my first time really noticing the C word in a song. <laughs> uh, like, obviously, it's in the corn song, but there's so much else going on in that corn song. And, uh, mm. uh, yeah, so there's that. Uh, you know, I like getting the explicit tag, earning that explicit tag right away. Yeah, uh, and they're from. If I'm not mistaken, I think I saw in a guitar magazine. They're from Kings Lynn. Oh, I thought I thought they were from Lowestoft, which is oh, probably. The, you know what? They might be either either place I, is a town that I know because it was in our stake at church. Like like ward is where you go, and then stake is a group of wards. Mm. So we would see the people from Kings Lynn or Lowestoft hmm. uh, every month or so, every few months at uh, stake events. How funny. Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, so I, I only got the one clip pulled out and isolated. So the rest of these I'm playing off Spotify. So hopefully the sound's okay. It's not mm -hmm. too loud. Here's our next our next one. Here's where I have it fade out. I don't want to mess with the sliders too much. Mm. I'm a bad pr producer. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So, uh, one of the last times 
a just regular type pop song showed up in the content of a James Bond movie, not in the opening titles. Hmm. Uh, it's in uh, the one with the, the boat chase on the Thames and he falls on the Millennium Dome. Oh no, we've talked about this before. Yeah. And it does not feel right <laughs> in there. It's like 1999. Mm. And, you know, so it's 28. Oh, it's too many. Like 20 years, 25 years mm. after the song comes out. Uh, not the first time we've been to London in a James Bond film. I don't know. And there's so many songs that are like about London that would have been more contextually relevant. Yeah. So uh, strange. Uh, but again, you don't really need a pop song. Like All the Time in the World in Honor Majesty's Secret Service, that makes sense. You're having a like a montage. It's very romantic. Mm-hmm. Uh, that That's fine. That's there. And then there's hardly any uh, pop music that just shows up. No, it's more kind of like orchestral, isn't it? Like yeah. The, and sometimes the... the, the theme. S- the score will echo, you know, whoever's, uh, you know, Tina Turner's golden eye or what, what have you. Yeah. Sometimes there's that, that connection, but in, in a franchise that early on, uh, we hear Sean Connery say drinking, whatever it is at room temperatures, like listening to the Beatles without earmuffs. It's on Perignon, I think. Yeah. That sounds like something. <laughs> yeah. I've got, I've got like an image of, um, I can't remember which one it is, but, it's Sean Connery and he's got a bottle of Dom Perignon like in a in a stream or something, keeping it cool. Okay, yeah. He pulls it out very suavely. I don't know. <laughs> uh I wanna I wanna do a James Bond episode at some point too. Uh, you know, I I used to work with this guy, uh Chris. I've not spoken to him for ages, but he was a massive James Bond nerd. Like just he knew everything. He knew it all. Um, yeah, my my trivia is not so good. I have to say. Yeah, I th- there's a podcast that I enjoyed. I haven't really put out a new episode besides when uh, No Time to Die came out. I haven't put out mm-hmm. a new episode in, in years. They're basically uh, defunct, but uh, called James Bonding. Nice. And uh, yeah, every, every once in a while, like I'll 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 listen to like a streak and like, oh, I want to talk. I need to talk James Bond to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Makes them do it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but London Colin, talk about the clash here. Yeah. I mean, I, I've got to be very honest. Like I'm a best of kind of person when it comes to the clash, just cause I didn't own any of their albums, but I yeah. did have the story of the clash. Oh yeah. 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 That's a good one. It's a really good one. Really good compilation if you don't if you don't own any clash albums i suppose it's different these days because people stream and stuff yeah i found that was a good place to start um i'm kind of surprised in retrospect that i went for london calling because it's it's not my favorite clash song i mean it's a bloody good song oh yeah but um i don't know i was i was kind of trying to analyze why would i have chosen that and i i guess part of it is like I don't know, maybe a little bit of pride of, of living in London and it's kind of little little hometown shout out, you know. Sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because 
I feel like of that kind of era, like Magnificent Seven was probably one of my favorites. Oh man, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. At at this point, I see. I I also came in uh, greatest hit. So I. I, you know, I'll listen to give them enough rope. I'm like, most of these are pretty good, but it's not, not front to back is, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm realizing, cause I listened to, uh, another beloved album that never hit for me. Faith no more with the, the angel dust. Yeah. I'm like, if I had been listening to this album a bunch at the age, I was supposed to be listening to it. I could probably love this whole album, but it's just not getting the hooks mm-hmm. in me. Uh, oh, but the clash, uh, I did the thing I typically do where you get a, a tribute album, a live album, a hits album or a remix album. Yeah. And I got, uh, from here to eternity live. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. that is, I've talked about this before, I think. Yeah. Cause you, uh, you put the version of, uh, white man in Hammersmith Palais from that on one of your, was it one of the oh, did the th- minutes? I did the 311 version on 154 minutes, but that version's oh, no. not on Spotify. So I, I I think I put the live version on the Spotify playlist of it. Ah, uh, ignore uh, me. Oh no, I mean it, it's connected. It's all in there. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, here to eternity. That is uh, ooh, it's tasty. It's it's vibrant. It crackles. It's a great playlist because mm. um, it's not all you know. Uh, one disc hits collection stuff mm. there's uh what's on there like armageddon time i don't think would be considered like a i mean i think it's on the essential clash which is the other one that i i got a little later the the two disc set yeah that was on the the one that i had um but was was story of the clash that's two discs right yeah because yeah. i i think um volume one technically came out in the late eighties. And this was like oh, volume two, which was that makes sense. Disc. And they yeah. put it out both. Yeah. But I'm thinking like, if you're doing just one disc of, of clash essentials, Armageddon time, probably not on there. Mm. Uh, what else is, uh, Oh, it, yeah, but this, the, uh, what else is on there? Complete control, uh, radio one or capital radio career opportunities. Mm. Uh, excellent rendition of career opportunities. Uh, straight to hell is it's it's like a seven minute version of straight to hell oh, wow i Gosh. i think it might also be like a real long version of magnificent seven on there it's it's oh. super good i High, highly recommend if if you're in a clash mood give that one a spin yeah yeah have to check that out yeah there's some really great track i mean you know, when when people who don't know the Clash think of the Clash, they probably think rock of the Casbah, rock the Casbah, exactly, or maybe London yeah. Calling. Should I stay or should I go? Maybe London Calling, yeah, yeah. So D- depending on what radio station they were, they grew up listening to. If it was the the pop top forty station, yes, uh, rock the Casbah. Should I stay or should I go? Uh, if it's the rock station, classic rock station, it's London Calling. Maybe London, London's burning. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. But. Uh, Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, you're you're saying what most people think I of. Saying? I can't remember. Nothing interesting, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No. I. I guess. Yeah. Just still slightly 
bemused that I would uh I guess I guess in my head I was kind of thinking this is a kind of poppy section in a way because you know following the darkness yeah and... yeah I yeah it pairs well like starting off this episode with with that and, and the darkness I think it does pair pair pretty well yeah um I mean the the vibe is is definitely different where the darkness is like hey we're you know this big glam metal sort of thing versus gritty london's awful you know the world is awful we're all gonna drown in the thames but um <laughs> uh, but yeah like I, I i get them together i it makes sense to me mm. what i was reviewing for the episode yeah but yeah not much more to say on that really just uh it's good all tune. right <laughs> Cool. All right, let's let's roll on. Yeah. a minute i yeah <laughs> really should have got the clips because i as much as i love that intro i want to jump into the bjork vocal you know mm, yeah i do i love how epic that that intro is though yeah um, it just it just sweeps you right up mm. so yeah that is play dead from 1993's debut um so yeah 10 years after it came out i Again, I was trying to remember why I would have gone with this track at this time. Uh-huh. And Bjork was doing a Greatest Hits tour in 2003. Okay. So Bjork is on my bucket list of people that I want to see live. And I, I've i had tickets to see her a couple of times and the shows have uh-huh. been cancelled. Oh. Which is really gutting. Um, I did see that she might be touring again soon. So I'm going to try and get tickets for that. Yeah. I, I think I saw you retweeted something about yeah, it. That's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. This and is it's, the, the year of bucket list gigs, apparently. Yeah. Um, it, this is, I mean, the last 10, I'm going to go back 10 years, at least. It's an interesting period to go see Bjork because mm. her work has, I mean, I, I, I've, listen to the albums i got them from the library I've, I've given them like one spin i haven't you know hooked in but everything visually has been just so alien yeah like yeah i've got to be honest like i've i've lost touch with bjork maybe i don't know like the last four albums like quite a few of them have just been very yeah. experimental kind of she did uh she did an orchestral thing that she did on tour she's done like yeah like you said like she had a visual album and 
she's played around with all sorts of new technologies and stuff and i haven't really kept up with it yeah hold on i got the the discography here so yeah utopia wow that's like five years ago already um and on on the cover she's got you know weird alien eyes and doesn't doesn't look like Bjork and then Vulcanara or Vol Volnikura. There we go. And she did, yeah, she did a strings version of that one mm-hmm. and a live version of that one. Bastards in twenty twelve, Biophilia twenty eleven, and Voltaic in or, or Volta in two thousand seven and Voltaic was the remix album. Mm. Uh, back when I was writing for a music blog. Yeah. Mm. It's she's what I love is that she's doing, you know, her thing. Mm. Uh, she's not being uh, really held down by any, seemingly anything. Mm. Um, at peak creativity, it's just a creativity that's hard for me to connect with. Yeah, I think I think that's it. And it's a good point, actually, in terms of, like, if I were to go see her live... Like, I, I wouldn't want her to do a greatest hits show right? if that's not where she's at artistically, you know? Yeah. But at the same time... You, you'd like to hear one, you I, know? Yeah, I'd At like the very least, it. you want to hear Hyper Ballad or... Oh, man. What? Yeah. Yoga or... Uh, pagan Poetry, maybe? Human behavior. I mean, any. There's so many. Oh yeah, human behavior. That's a great track. Oh, so many songs, but. But I feel like thinking of these songs like the more, you know, like, mainstream and accessible ones. Like, uh, no chance. It's Army of Me. No way at this point. Mm. Is is it going to be Army of Me? I'd even Uh, settle for like, some of the the poppier ones from. um, Oh man brain the front cover is like she looks like some sort of really colorful toy with big feet oh volta yeah 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 um like earth intruders i really like oh yeah really weird i I, uh on my uh college radio show i played a, a remix of earth intruders nice that was that was a fun one but yeah uh yeah it's i you know i mean i'd, I'd give the new stuff a spin but i mean if you get a chance don't miss your chance yeah yeah but it'd be nice if you knew something from this is it yeah volnikura something i'll i'll have a i'll have a refresh of the more recent stuff definitely but uh it's it's interesting that she's kind of you can you can kind of see why she's ended up going down the route she has you know because she is just so creative yeah. And I, I remember having this moment that just kind of really surprised me. I was I was watching some like gardening program with my parents <laughs> and they did the bit where, you know, they do a makeover of someone's garden and uh-huh. then where they reveal and it's really beautiful. And they played Venus as a boy over the top, I think. Okay. Um Venus as a child, Venus as a boy. It's v- Venus as a boy, yeah. Brain. Um and I was like, oh, okay. That that's 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 who listens to this kind of music now. <laughs> oh <laughs> it's it's gardening program music. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it, the way 
I've kind of looked at the albums that have not been for me. It, it's really just been Bjork. Uh, it, it feels like she keeps going towards a point. Mm. Um, like she's always been on her own, like creatively always trying to do something that's, that's different. It seems like she doesn't want to return. Hmm very much to to something that she's done before and so it's always like this forward march towards a certain point i don't know if you can ever actually reach that point if this is the type of of work that you're doing Mm. but yeah it always seems very forward um something something new always Mm. something that's not been done there's got to be a lot of Uh, pressure that comes with that though yeah but maybe well i think it's been five years since you know the albums have been pretty spaced out so Mm. i think that's uh but i think she's not you know she's not on the hustle at this point Mm. in her career she's not really needing to put out a a single to to maintain her uh her her, you know way of of uh living i guess Mm. and so she's free essentially to do what to find out what she wants to do and then do it man you gotta respect that yeah and and yeah she she really doesn't feel beholden to anyone because uh in 2016 she was asked uh you know about bowie and prince as everybody was Mm. and she's like the one person who was like not for me it's all very masculine and i don't it didn't really connect to me i'm like okay and that that really gave me like a okay i get where you're going bjork yeah not mad also see why maybe maybe not everything is for me yeah doesn't have to be uh but yeah bjork's music is for bjork yeah again you've got to respect it uh, but yeah. and listening to to play dead especially the strings mm. uh that that jump in at the intro like she could have done such a boss james bond theme oh yeah but why would she have yeah. Like you could have maybe got it out of her in '97, but yeah, not she, not on she's brand really, is it? Sailed on very far by now. Mm. But I think Play Dead, it's I mean, it's uh, you know, sexy lyrically. It's not no, <laughs> you know, the the joys of disassociation and everything. That's it's one of those songs where you're like, oh, 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 no, that's grim. Well, it it was um, it was on the soundtrack of uh, a crime drama which I, I've never seen, oh. called um, The Young Americans. Okay. And you can see how that, that would fit really well. Like, because it, it does feel very soundtracky. Um, it does, yeah. It's very, very cinematic, very big. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, like you say, thematically, it's quite dark as well. But are a lot of her songs? I don't know. I feel like the songs well, that I've bothered to kind of look into the lyrics yeah tend to be a bit darker yeah uh was it hyper ballad that's mm. about going to the edge of a cliff and throwing things off and wondering what your body would sound like slamming against those rocks wow yeah <laughs> even like um five years which is about a breakup um but it's just visceral it's like um Oh gosh, I can't remember it off the top of my head, but it's basically like, "How dare you make me love you?" And then, <laughs> oh you <know>. gosh, yeah, 
and yeah and especially like in her 90s output the the musicality the 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 beautiful arrangements that that mm. often get paired with this um it makes sense also when you listen to uh like telegram the the remix album mm how she will also want to just tear these songs to pieces and, yeah. and jam them back in, together in a, a totally different totally different style it, it, it was it's a while ago that i listened to that one but mm. um let's see if i have anything else on play dead disassociation bond nope that's all i got yeah um yeah but gorgeous mm. uh, all right and then our last one today I'm going to jump ahead. It is one that we've had on the show before. We could dance, dance, dance through the fire. Dance, dance, dance through the fire. Feed me no lies. I don't know about you. I don't know about you. I don't know about you. Bring me the disco king. I don't know about you. I don't know about you. Dead or alive. Bring me the disco king. Bring me the disco king. It's like you can make it fade in the post. <laughs> I don't have to, to worry about it here. Nice. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, like you say, we, we've covered this one before, but I really like it. And I was really obsessed with this song um, when Reality came out. Easily my favorite track on the album. Um, yeah. And uh, we've, we've talked about how it, it's had a long, long road to get to to 2003's reality yeah so it's it's i listen like it's it, it predates outside right yeah so it's it's been recorded three times it was recorded for black tie white noise and then earthling um and apparently it started out as a kind of weird disco track uh recorded with niles rogers sorry kippers having a drink very noisily <laughs> just uh you carry on there kips Ooh, let's fill some space here. Fill some space. Uh, she's done. She's done. Okay. Um, Anyhow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's been recorded three times. It was originally a kind of weird disco track. Um, and then they slowed it down by half and stripped it right back to just Mike Garson on piano. And I was, was going to ask if that's if that's uh, Mike Garson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes two episodes in a row. He's come up. Yeah. Um, yeah, leaving us with the final result. That ended up on reality um yeah and it is it is sultry sultry is a good word for it yeah it's it's uh well you know what tom york says this is the sexiest song that was ever written um i i don't know if i fully agree with them there but it's you know it's on the list it's yeah. the these last two songs ending off the the mix where we started with talk show host and number one crush which mm-hmm. are very very uh sexy sort of 
and again, number one, number one crush, obviously it's also a little disturbing mm. in its, uh, you know, stalker sort of nature, but that's, you get that with uh, possession by Sarah McLaughlin, also kind of like a sexy little, little song, but also creepy and <laughs> unnerving. Um, but, but yeah, closing out with, uh, uh, play dead and bring me the disco King, very smoky, uh, dark nights, bright lights, sort of kind of, you know, noir club hmm. sort of things. Yeah. I like that. I I'd love to say I did that intentionally, but, uh, I well, mean, <laughs> at, at least, at least we'll say you did it subconsciously. Yeah. 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 I, I think my um, my approach to this album was very lazy. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> very lazy. As it should be, honestly. It was. This was me saying, "Hey, hey, me too. Can you, <laughs> can you get me one too?" So, yeah. It, if it's lazy, it's as much as it deserved. So, you know, we've got two two sets of songs from the same album we've got two from oh, yeah. me and Juliet and two from Loud Rocks um, <laughs> and then Bring Me the Disco King which I have almost certainly put on other compilations for you um, oh not, not yet it, it does come up again the uh, I think the Loner remix shows up on uh, on something we'll cover in the future but uh, but oh but you did burn me a copy of Reality ah okay okay so it, it technically it has <laughs> yeah. uh it's a it's it's a good one all right so that is a prize for the first runner up Mm. four episodes it took us 17 (laughs) songs so now we uh we grade it honestly i was gonna go back and listen to uh previous episodes and see what we had ranked our other uh attempts Mm. and i didn't and now i'm realizing were we doing it out of 10 were you giving, giving him letter <laughs> grades? I, I think it was out of 10. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Um, all right. So for the sort of afterthought, sub, well, well, no, we'll call it subconsciously driven. Yeah. Uh, prize for the first runner up. Very 2002 at moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, uh, but, but in that, that way where when you're, you know, at that age, you sweep through the previous decade stuff you might have missed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we go back to 93 with Bjork and, and stuff like that. So, out of 10. Mm. I mean, like I say, I, I feel like this was a lazy, a lazy compilation. But having said that, I think it's a pretty good representation of what I was listening to at that point in time. Um, uh-huh. But I'm not, I'm not going to be too generous. I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of. I kind of want to go midway. I want to go for like a five. Oh wow. Mm. Okay. I, I and I have said this before. One of my favorites that you've that you've done. Oh. Like it is. It is on the top shelf. So. All right. It's a five. Uh, before the next episode, I'll I'll go through and and find the uh, the other rankings, and we'll see mm. how it stacks up. And maybe maybe we'll we'll. Uh, revisit that five out of ten <laughs> yeah. but uh i i think i think it deserves at least a passing grade but that's me 
Oh, would that would what, what would that be? That would be like a D. I'd say like a seven out of ten. Yeah. Well, I guess D is passing depending on who you're talking to. I think a D is a pass, but <laughs> but I I say it's at least a I I say it's an uh, an eight eight and a half. Is, is what I would say. That's 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 crazy. That's crazy talk. <laughs> um. So what have we got left in terms of? Uh, Mixtapes that we made each other. Mixtapes. So for things that I have access to, Mm. because I feel like I have, there's like a huge gap here, right? For my content. Mm. I don't think like I have given you, but you said like you got that cassette. Mm. I don't have any documentation for that anymore. Uh, So the next thing uh, we've got is CD Uno and CD two. which you sent to me in uh, 2004, mm-hmm. early 2004. Um, and then there's, I swear there's a third one in this grouping, but uh, Tel Aviv and Tangier or two that I sent you. Mm. And that would have been like 2008 or nine. Um, yeah. That's that was during the, the era of uh, naming mixes by going to Wikipedia and, having it pick a random article right <laughs> that that was that era for me so there's there's those two and then there's the five disc uh pizza box disco that you sent me so as far as as between us and then i've had like a, a zen playlist sitting there in itunes largely ignored and then like the library will get wiped and it has to start over mm. so there's that but that's really ephemeral there's not really anything to go off from that no oh it's such a bummer i tried to get into my old itunes account and it's just uh, i just can't get into it it's uh, uh lost to the sands of time and i've i've lost all my old discs and tapes and what have you but we've still got a few to get through that's pretty cool yeah and uh i mean if we want to i do have uh, I did recently discover during that period where I was not really sending you anything, I was making mixes for Katie mm. that were sometimes wildly off the mark <laughs> as far as what she actually wants to listen to. Um, so I, that's that's something I kind of thought we could do. But, you know, future's wide open. Yeah. Um, future's bright. Um, yeah. I don't know why I just thought of this. So I have definitely peaked too soon. Um, on spooky season, I've started watching. Uh, <laughs> it's August. It's August, and I, I've started watching nothing but horror films already. Um, what was it? I was watching a really, really awful one the other day, which is about. Um, it was. It was from the eighties. I think it's called Contagion. Okay, but not the contagion that you know it's set on like a ship that comes into new york harbor and everyone's dead and it's a mystery okay so kind of kind of like the demeter from dracula but yeah but terrible i mean but without the suspense and everything but there are there are big green eggs in it and they keep saying it's a big green egg yes hold on this is me not being quite on the ball (laughs) 
Add supported. There it is. I like to cook on the big green egg. Why? It's impressive and everything turns out great on the big green egg. <laughs> uh that's awesome that's really good uh yeah so i guess off mic we can figure out what we'll do next next episode uh anything you want to suggest anything you've been watching um no just just getting the most out of my shutter subscription at the moment um nice yeah there's so much stuff that shutter has that i'm like oh that sounds very good but i just with my current situation it's it's harder to you know with the two kids and, yeah, yeah, and everything yeah. and so much else to watch no. can't really justify getting the the shutter subscription. No, 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 no. and and to be to be honest like i i enjoy bad movies i really enjoy watching movies that have terrible scripts and terrible production <laughs> values i find it very entertaining but if if your if your downtime is limited, do not yeah. waste your your life watching films like that. <laughs> Don't be. Yeah, mean. i i have the I have the same affection, honestly, but it's harder to pull Katie towards that. Oh yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. no, don't yeah. do it. I I watched um quite a recent one this afternoon actually. Um, it's pretty offensive. It's like I'm I'm not sure Ooh. who greenlit that one in this day and age um it's called the green inferno oh yeah that's a eli roth right is it i I believe so he's at least producer on it i know i know that's got an eli roth connection it just it feels very very culturally insensitive yeah well i mean and there's like a heritage of that type of film with uh cannibal holocaust and everything but you don't have to bring that back no you can let that exist that can stay in the 70s guys uh yeah it's i'm so twisted up on eli roth because when i've listened like interviews with him Mm. he seems great like he seems like a like a good guy but then like the films of his that i've seen like what's the keanu reeves one i hated that movie what what i have to find what that can't think that's called i missed Uh, the one with the the guy who puts on a clown suit that he can't take off i think that's called clown oh it might be might be with a k i know there was a a, uh like danish clown and another clown around the same time but that that was pretty awful eli roth nope not emo tooth uh Autocorrect. Speaking of clowns, uh, there's a Killer Clowns from Outer Space video game coming out. Yeah, looks, I just saw that. That's wild. It looks pretty good. Uh, Keanu, let's do that. He was in. Let's sort these by uh, popularity release date, newest first. Okay, replicas, destination, wedding, John Wick two. Ah, uh, knock knock. That was the one. I've not seen that one. Okay, yeah, twenty fifteen. It's uh, so what? what well, the Michael Douglas movie Disclosure mm. uh, is based on the concept: what if a man was sexually harassed? Okay. 
and knock knock is basically what if women home invaded a man and it's yeah it's uh upsetting they like yeah uh two two young women come up and they're like while Keanu's family is on vacation Hmm. and he's home working on something and then they like have all this fun sexy time and they're like ha now we're gonna blackmail you you gotta do this other thing and uh just the yeah awful sexual politics and everything Mm. so that's that's two solid not recommended eli roth films yeah green inferno and uh knock knock and and clown (laughs) and clown so and listen i'm gonna be honest i didn't love uh inglorious bastards yeah the the glee behind the violence kind of made the heroes less heroic to me yeah like oh okay everybody's bad in this war but why I'm not going to side with the Nazis on here, but no. I don't like these Americans very much either. Yeah, it didn't really do it for me either. I mean, you know, it had uh, quite a nicely used Bowie moment in there. But, oh, that's true. But yeah. aside from that, Little cat people. wasn't a big fan. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> on that note uh we'll we'll figure out what the next uh, main feed episode is going to be uh mm. but in the meantime go ahead and join us on uh fake patreon this week uh we'll be ranking brad duriff's filmography uh and oh come on soundboard in the meantime jesus was canceled i i forgot that jesus is canceled isn't really part of the outro it's just in the meantime <laughs> uh, until then that's not even the line beautiful babies until then